0: This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to a special episode of the AnimaniCast. Animaniacast. And welcome once again to the Animaniacast. This is the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated series Animaniacs. And here we explore the series episode by episode, talking about all the cultural references and gags that we can find. And in the end, we give each episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again, not in California Mm -hmm. today... But right next to me is my brother, Nathan.
1: Take two nurses and call me in the morning.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) And Kelly cannot join us today. So, you know what that means, everybody. What? Comic book time. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Animaniacs issue number, what is this, number seven? Seven. We are talking about (laughs) Animaniacs issue number seven, which was originally released in November... Of 1995. And, uh, yeah, this is a very interesting comic book. I, I, it was, a, uh, it, it was psychologically draining. What kind what would you say about it, Nathan? Yeah, lots of, uh, uh,
1: psychological things going on for sure. Lots of words and lots of, uh, two, two long
0: segments, I would say. Yeah, it really, it did, it almost felt like the, these segments that are in the comic this time could really, it felt like the script to an actual cartoon. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not I thought that it was necessarily a script that should be. That's yet to be determined. We'll, part we'll, of the cartoon. We'll go over that by the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, we'll see. So. Yeah, because I'm sure the people of uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers. Uh, they're are, listening. They're just all looking through the comic books for ideas for yeah. the reboot, right? Of course. It's easy, you know, easy ideas. You just pay uh, royalties or whatever. I don't know what. <laughs> That's for the lawyers to figure yeah. out, not for us. Speaking of which. Uh, Warner Brothers Lawyers, thank you for not shutting us down. Oh, man. Yet. Uh, But anyway. (laughs) Well, with that call out, they're like, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We'll give you another month (laughs) (laughs) before the cease and desist uh, letter comes out to you. So thank you, Warner Brothers Lawyers. Uh, In fact, we should probably dedicate every episode to the Warner Brothers Lawyers and how fantastic they are. And then that way, they'll never shut us down. That's a great idea. I think we'll do that. This episode is dedicated to... The Warner Brothers lawyers <laughs> well before we talk about today 's episode uh, let's talk about where you can look at this comic so first of all, you can find these comics they're no longer in print unfortunately and as far as I know they were never co- you know collected to, into any you know volumes or anything like hmm. that so you have to check your online comic retailer that 's where I went myself. Uh, you can check out their prices and, you know, they, they tell you the quality of it and everything. And, uh, you know, usually if you, if you look around, you could probably find them for not that much, like 2 or $3. They're really not that expensive. Um, eBay, Amazon has them as well. But you know what? If you kind of search around a little bit on the Internet... You could probably find a scan or two. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. I'm not condoning any yeah, of that.
1: But if you're short on cash, and <laughs> you, you need something s- right now.
0: Yeah, if you want to see it there, you know, you you uh, you, you can preview it there mm-hmm. before you go to your friendly online retailer and uh, or comic book shop next to your house. Maybe they have them and uh, check out the comic then. So let's go ahead and talk about today's issue. Today's issue has two segments. We'll get into that. Well, it has a couple other little things, but whatever. The two set. two major <laughs> segments in it, um, and it has a pretty cool issue uh, cover. I yeah. would say too. That's actually kind of descriptive once again about what's actually going to go on in today's issue. Uh, Nathan, describe to us what's on what's on the cover. All right. Well, hanging from the ceiling, we have Doctor. Well,
1: we have uh, Mister. Plotz and Ralph the guard, and they seem to be all tied up and hanging upside down. And then uh, in the center of the this, this page, we have in a chair is Dr. Scratch and Sniff, and he's wearing a straight jacket. His tongue is sticking out, and he looks a little crazy, but he has a big smile on his face. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Yako is dressed like a doctor, and he says, take two nurses and call me in the morning. While he's jotting in his little notepad. Uh, we have Dot, and she's putting nail polish on his foot and say, I see you in an athlete's foot green. Um, and then Wacko is hanging. Upside down over whack, uh, over Doctor Scratch's shoulder and saying "Fabu," I could see all the nose
0: hairs up your f- nose or something like. That. It's upside down, so it's hard to read. <laughs> he says, "I can <laughs> see all the way up your nose." There it is. And yeah, he's he's peeking up, upside down into his nose, and and we his all, text bubbles upside down. Yeah, we all know so. that if you you know put you know stand on your head, your words are upside down. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it makes sense. Yeah, it's a
1: very colorful picture. Uh, too, so
0: lots yeah. of blues and reds and greens. Well, from this cover, you could think like, okay, this is just, it could be associated with the the comic, but I honestly didn't think anything of it. I didn't Mm -hmm. think this was essentially what was going to happen in this very comic. And uh, the first one is called Total Commitment. And Total Commitment was written by Bobby J.G. Weiss. Pencil and inks were done by Neil Sternecki. The letter was Bob Panaha, and the color was by Joe Migno. Migno Joe M. That's right. That's what I'm going to call him or her. Probably her. It's a J-O, so I'm going to assume Joe is female, but you know, can't assume gender. Nathan, uh, tell us. What happens here in total commitment?
1: All right. Well, we start off with a there's a board meeting happening with uh, Mr. Plotz and Dr. Scratchesniff and a bunch of other CEOs. Uh, and the Warners are walking across on a clothesline, and they start interrupting by tapping on the window. Uh, then, you know, they're on the uh, second or third floor, at least. Um, so Dr. Sniff runs out and says, hey, get down there, all of you, right now. So they all jump off right on top of
0: Dr. Sniff. And you, you, let's let's talk about a, the, one of the funny oh, jokes it's, right it's there I, when he says, "Hey, you kidsies up there. You're interrupting a board meeting." And they say, "You're right. This is the most board meeting I've ever seen. You should thank us for interrupting it." It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. But anyway, there. they jump on top of him <laughs> Um and you know, he gets hurt or whatever. They run
1: inside and they open the door and all the other CEOs say, "Oh, that's free. The the door's open," you know, and they all run out uh, cuz uh the Warner's are like eating the table, and some some people are running out the jumping out the window, and you know, the, basically, uh, the Warners are, are causing a muck. So, everyone runs out, and uh, then Mr. Plot says, hey, you gotta fix those Warners, Dr. Scratch, and say, if they're crazy. And he's like, they are crazy. And then he starts going crazy. Like, Dr. really think, crazy. Yeah, he starts like, he turns into a gorilla, kind of like he does in the uh, first episode. Yeah, uh,
0: so You're acting like a monkey. <laughs>
1: Um, It's a nice little drawing there. Um, And he starts throwing things, and then he ends up getting uh, thrown into a straitjacket and getting hauled off to the loony bin. And uh, the Warners are very sad. There's a nice frame. There's no text, just them sad
0: eyes. That's a good frame of them with big puppy dog eyes Mm -hmm. looking at dr scratch and sniff as he gets going taking being taken off to the bates institute which mm -hmm. i'm I'm assuming that's where norman bates ended up perhaps Uh, sure um now what does now before we move on to the next part of the story they're writing man forever on the what is what are the warners writing right there man forever man forever and they're drawing (laughs) something why what does that mean I don't understand the joke, what's going on. The artist thought it was funny, apparently. I certainly don't get the joke. But, yeah. um It looks like a three and the pie symbol or something. I don't know. I will... Letter N? I don't know. It's a. will put that up on our Twitter and or Instagram, and maybe somebody out there gets that joke, because I don't. Anyway, yeah, let's don't... continue. What happens now that Dr. Scratchy has been put in the loony bin? Well, uh, Mr.
1: Plotz needs to hire a new psychiatrist for the Warners... Uh, and this is
0: Doctor Bannable, Fruit Cup. No, to, I had trouble reading that you, too. Watch uh, this. Look, okay, it's now this is how it's spelled: B-A-N-A-N-I-B-A-L, and then the last name is P-H-R-U-W-T-K-U-P-P. Uh, In other words, it's pronounced Bananable Fruit Cup. Mm-hmm. Bananable Fruit Cup. Uh-huh, I was supposed to be a little bit like Hannibal Lecter, too. Oh, you're right. Bananable. Like, instead of Hannibal Lecter, it's Bananable Fruit Cup. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. But he doesn't look like Hannibal Lecter. No, at he all. looks more like a Freud. He looks like a, a, a tiny Freud. Tiny, itsy bitsy Freud. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm assuming kind of uh, maybe a little bit like Freud and Doctor Strangelove mm. combined. Yeah, because he has this
1: weird temper. Um mm-hmm where he, he's, he's very militaristic, where he wants to get the Warners in line, and when they make a joke like, but we're already in line because they're standing single file, uh, he said, do not talk and uh, don't speak until that's spoken to, young man. So, um, And then he goes on this whole thing of how the Warners need to eat healthy and dress alike. So they only wear uniforms and eat nothing but broccoli, so uh, this scares the Warners right out of the room, and they
0: decide that they miss... Dr. Scratch and Sif. So they're off. Especially because they don't like the plaid uniforms. Yeah. That really know, drives that them was like, the... No plaid uniforms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're off to the Bates Institute. Um, and uh, they go and say, hey, we'd like to see Dr. Scratch and Sif. We're the Warners. And then the uh, receptionist is like, you're the Warners. Uh, and then he calls in all the doctors and they all come over. Um, and they're like, "We need to examine you." Yeah. So then they have this whole thing. I'm like, well, I had no
0: idea that this was where the story was going at this yeah, point. Yeah. All of a sudden, they get they get committed as well. They say they say to them, "Oh, you're the Warners, uh, the Warners. We've heard all about you. I'm I'm relieved to see that you're finally seeking professional help." Mm-hmm. Which Yakko replies, "I didn't know we had a professional problem, <laughs> but I'm bummed. Uh, but yeah, they take him off." And then what happened? Um, so yeah, well, I'm just saying,
1: like, if I were to start from that first panel, I wouldn't have known. Like, the, they, they would never. You thought this like, would be a
0: rescue mission, but yeah, then all of I a sudden,
1: thought, I thought there would just be them like, ha, like you know, causing chaos to in, that oh, board meeting. Yeah, yo, that's know? true. Like, we're already way off. Like, whatever. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, the, so we have one of the doctors is uh, asking them questions. Uh, well, f- she first starts off saying, now then. And then there's this whole, like, four or five panels just about that's such a weird expression to say now, then like, what is she from the future? And then she's trying to say yeah.
0: now. And you can't say now in the present and then in the past. And yeah. it's like, are you in a weird time paradox? Yeah.
1: She could be an alien trying to take over the world. And like a little pinky in the brain, a little reference. She goes, it's a figure of, of speech. <laughs> that was one of two pinky in the brain references in this. Oh, well, uh, that's true. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> true. Um, and then with, after she says it's a figure of speech, then uh, a woman just appears and, I didn't understand what Yakko says. In fact, I could speech about this figure all day.
0: Like, I could speak about her, but, yeah, but speech about her. That's weird. Why didn't he just say speak? Because it's a figure of speech, because you could speech about her all day. Ah. Or maybe say a speech about her. Maybe. He just wants to talk about her, because she's in a <laughs> bikini, and she's just he's just grabbing her by the waist out of nowhere, and uh, well, that... she didn't seem very happy about it either. She's yeah. just like, oh my.
1: Well, that so then of course the doctor goes and slaps him on the wrist and says, Shame on you, young man. So then he has shame on his wrist. So he starts going, Oh, get it off, get it off. Yak or Wacko grabs a, a bottle, puts it in, and he's like, Oh, I can't hold it much longer. Luckily. Yeah, this was a
0: weird joke. <laughs> yeah. It's a bottle. Uh, I had to look at the panels a few times going, What's going on? Y- right? He bottles the shame. Yep. He has the shame in a bottle. Shame in a bottle. And then uh Dot takes out her box.
1: Uh and of course inside of it is her is her little pet and it turns out really big, is a three-eyed, basically alligator kind of thing. Um, and chomps down onto the bottle that Wacko's holding and goes back into the box and Yakko's like, that was close. Wacko's lost his gloves though, so that's silly. Uh (laughs) (laughs) and then Dot says, uh, do you want to see my pet to the doctor? And she calls security. And then the next page, they're all inside of a pa- like a padded room, and they're all wearing straight uh, uh, jackets. jackets so. um, and they're just saying, oh, well, we should just uh, lock them up and throw away the key. And uh, that's basically what their plan was. But, of course, since they're cartoons, they just uh, do little tornadoes and break out of the straight jackets and just walk out the door um, and say that they're going to give it terrible ratings. Um, so then this next scene this is a cool one. They're walking down. there's one where you get, like, so many little uh, cameos. I didn't even see these things. Yeah. This is cool. So uh, one of them, it says, Boo thinks he's the president. And I'm guessing that's Chicken Boo. Chicken Boo. That's on one side of the thing. And then the other side, there's a lab. And inside, there's two little lab mice. And they look very reminiscent of Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, they, well, they are. <laughs> well, you know, they don't have every little line drawn in on them. Okay, so it well, they're in be... the
0: background in the distance, so I don't think the artist could do One that. One of them's to... holding a magnet. So... Stickler for detail. Nathan's <laughs> like, I don't care if the artist is drawing them way in the background. Hey, I haven't
1: seen every mouse. There may be mice that look... Similar to Pinky in the Brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so they're calling
1: for Dr. Scratches if Wacko says, hey, uh, look, it's Elvis. And in that room, there's Acme Donuts, is all you can see. And someone's watching TV with Slappy the Squirrel it's on It's Elvis. It. Yeah. Elvis-es. You would assume it's Elvis in there. Yeah. We, we, you don't see Elvis. But uh, then Dot sees, it. Uh, Dot sees Dr. Scratch and door. It says Scratch said auto, mad as a hatter. And Yakko takes uh, offense to of that, saying, hey, he never wears hats. Anyways, they open the door and Doc is playing with toys. One of them looks uh, very much like Buster Bunny. Because it is Buster Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> There's reason for that. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, they break in, and of course, immediately, Dr. Scratch and Sniff's uh, screeching. Ooh, good expression right there on him saying, yeek, mm-hmm. right there. That's a, that's a really good one. That's a teeth you see right, right up his teeth. nose. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good angle on <laughs> Dr. Scratch and Sniff's yeah, nose. You, you don't see
1: it very well. Like There you go. <laughs> um, so he's freaking out. They, take a, they give him a sedative, which is, of course, just a mallet to the head from Wacko. Uh <laughs> and they say, Hey, we want you back, and he says, I don't want to be ba- go back. So then the Warners are leaving. They're about to cry. He's like, and then Dr. Straff says, No, I didn't I didn't want to make you cry. Um and then they're like, No, that's okay, we understand. We would have done things differently. And like, oh, what kind of things would you have done differently? Like, we would have been nicer to you. And then Dr. Staff says, Well, I missed you too. And then they all head back and they need to still you would think, like, oh, we're done with the story, but you might have forgotten about uh, Banana Bananable Fruit Cup. They have to get rid of him. It, they walk into Doctor uh, Mr. Plotz's office, and he's being force-fed broccoli, uh, Brussels sprouts, actually. And uh, so uh, Dr. Stress tells him, you gotta leave. And he says, and who's gonna make me, basically? And the Warners do. They take a net and put him in a net, and they walk off with him. And then... Uh, Dr. Scratches says, can I have my jobs back? And
0: Mr. Plot says, yes, you can start right now. Go get the Warners and put them in the water towel. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. how it ends. That's it. So I thought it was interesting in here that the Warners promised never to bother him again. And mm-hmm. I was expecting, like, please, the, the only way they got him to come back was, we promised never to jump on your stomach and we promised never to yeah. to terrorize you again. We really, really miss you. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's a that's not going to happen. Again. Right? I mean, come on. Like I, I thought it was going to be within the, the the issue itself like, <laughs> Just like they immediately. <laughs> immediately go back on his promise. But I'm I'm glad they guess they didn't immediately do that.
1: Yeah. We had at least a
0: day probably where I'm not doing it. <laughs> they're a little nicer. Yeah, but uh yeah, Hannibal or, or Bananable fruit cup was definitely a uh He's a mean psychiatrist. Yeah. A psychiatrist. <laughs> trying to force brussel brushle down people's throats. So good to get rid of him. Well, Nathan, what do you think? Should, would this comic, this first one, be a good cartoon for the series or not? I think it would be a good cartoon for the series. It I've, definitely had a, a few acts, yeah, right? It had lots of act. You
1: know, they could, there's definitely lots of jokes and they weren't all like comic book jokes. You know, sometimes you read these issues and it's like... That works well in a comic book. I don't know if it would mm-hmm. work well in an actual episode,
0: but I think most, if not all, the jokes would work out well in the actual cartoon. Too. Yeah, there wasn't any kind of um, jokes dealing with the comic itself. Like sometimes they mm-hmm. jump out of the, you know, they break the panels and jump, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, in fact, if if they had it in the episode, they could even deal more into like do a pinky in the brain shot, you know, yeah, right on and get show some him up out, of showing escaping out. Uh, so it kind of them. felt like a storyboard i suppose mm-hmm. sort of to an actual episode um it could have been i guess a little bit funnier but overall i thought it was, it was pretty pretty good yeah. Liked it. kids wb will be right back Yup, after
1: these messages and we yep. hope that you'll be back too banded together across the television dial are the four greatest superhero podcasts on the internet Green Justice and Arrow Podcast, Scarlet Velocity a Flash Podcast, Agents of Shield Case Files, and Terrigen Dreams and Inhumans podcast. Join Super Friends Jovial J and Jenna Schwa weekly as they provide commentary and discussion on your favorite heroes. Only on Retrozap.com.
0: Greetings, Persons Perusing Podcast.
1: Are you looking for something a little different for your Star Wars-themed shows? Then join
0: millions of others who now proudly call themselves scoundrels. I don't think it's millions, taxes. It has to be close by now. After all the word of mouth and interwebs, nothing exists in a vacuum, Dennis.
1: Space does. I'm
0: not sure what this space vacuum you're talking about is. Never mind. So if you're looking for a unique show for news, hot space opinions, unique discussion points with our hypotheticals, our taxes and musings with Saber Clash, then tune into to Starships, Sabers, and Scoundrels with me, Dennis Keithley. Me, Jay Krebs. And me, your humble little dark lord of the shtick, dark taxes. From failed bits to musical guests to dancing wookies, you never know who might drop by. You really never do. So start your engines, fire up your sabers, hold on tight engines. For Starships, Sabers, and Scoundrels. Part of the RetroZap Podcast Network.
1: This is Slappy Squirrel, and unfortunately, you're listening to the Animani-Cast.
0: Well, let's go and talk about the little inter little middle segment. It's useless facts, <laughs> which I think they only had on the show like once or twice, right? Yeah. I mean, it's but it's, this is now only our seventh issue, and the second our time. second or third <laughs> for useless, I think our second, but anyway, yeah. useless facts. So the useless facts are all about cats. So, in 1879, cats were used to deliver mail in Belgium. and And uh, they show a very weird-looking dog chasing a cat, and mm-hmm. it kind of looks like Runt, chasing a cat that kind of looks like Rita. Sure. Although the cat yeah. is a lot fatter and has stripes, and the dog... It's very red. and Very red. And has it, it no looks, eyes. And it looks more like Runt than yeah, the cat looks like Rita. For sure. But at any rate, Yakko pops up and says, That must be when dogs started chasing mailmen. Because ah. there were cats. Get it? Moving on. If your cat died in ancient Egypt, you would shave off your eyebrows in mourning. And Wacko says, What would they do in the evening? Uh-huh. Ah, what would they do in the evening? Well, who wants eyebrows anyway? Says Dot, which because she doesn't have on to begin with, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Last fact is worded kind of oddly. Yeah, and I don't know if it's actually true. Yeah, <laughs> it says cats don't mind getting wet, but they don't like having to dry off and clean themselves again. Kind of makes taking a bath pointless. And uh, that's what Dot says. Yeah, that's a dumb. One. I don't know if that's yeah. true. I, I think they were kind of looking for some something like, like uh, cats. Cats uh, don't mind getting wet. They I just don't like to. I don't the thing about cats
1: poop and it can infect your brains and make you like cats more or something. What? Yeah, that true. There's a cat, there's a parasite that lives in cat poop and that's like mice will eat it or whatever. They'll get. I know. And you, then and then they'll be not afraid of cats. It's basically. Oh my gosh. And then the cats will eat the mouse, and then they'll get the parasite, and Oh, my gosh. But a human, it also affects humans. Uh-oh. But not it's not understood quite well how it affects them but it, i guess it probably makes them worse drivers i know if you're a pregnant woman
0: you can't like get around a cat litter box right mm-hmm. like they, yeah, yeah something like that so, yeah because of that stuff so why don't they have something like that i would like to hear something more about that i, know, I wonder why they blessing. can't why can't pregnant women be around cat litter so, i mean if anything your cat you don't you want your baby to be able to uh to be liking cats right anyway sure sure get those parasites <laughs> and those babies a message from the anime cast um but anyway mr director i presume is our next segment or comic or whatever we're calling <laughs> it let's talk about that So, Mr. Director, I presume, is written, once again, by Bob, Bobby J.G. Bobby Weiss. The penciler was Cosmi Cortieri. Letterer was Bob Pinaha. Scott McRae was the inker, and colorist was Tom Ziyuku. Uh, this is basically a almost like a direct follow-up to one of the last times we saw Mr. Director... Uh, not the last time we saw no, Mr. not Director, the last time, but, but uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, Hearts of Twilight, mm-hmm. it's uh,
1: like
0: a sequel. It's like a sequel to Hearts of Twilight because Mr. Director has gone missing once again, and doc and Doctor Scratch and Sniff and Mr. Plots don't know where to find him, so they send the Warners off on an expedition to look for him, and so they first you know tie some little. Uh, <laughs> Uh, leashes yakko dresses up like sherlock holmes Mm -hmm. and his two hounds are wacko and dot and uh he says we're gonna onward faithful sib hounds pick up the scent of our quarry and wacko immediately goes i got it i got it this is wacko he means the scent as in personal odor not scent as a penny Uh because he picked up a penny and wacko throws it away saying well that stinks Anyway. Smells, smell jokes. Smell jokes. Yeah. They uh, begin their epic journey, and faster than you can say, test cars were driven on downhill slopes. Your mileage may vary. The epic journey begins. Um, <laughs> that's a weird thing it's, to say. It's saying that, yeah,
1: well, your te- that when they get your mileage per hour, per gallon on your car, mm-hmm. um, your test vehicle was used on a downward slope, so... It's going to be worse than. Oh. than Thank than you what for day. explaining
0: that fact for for me, Nathan. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they show a world map and kind of like an Indiana Jones kind of dot line. And actually, it's it's colored in such a way that's actually kind of confusing uh, because the continents are a dark blue and the ocean is a light blue. <laughs> yeah, the blue is I, land. When I first looked at it, I I it was kind of messed up for me because I thought the mm-hmm. continents were the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was just me. They should have just picked different color for the continents. No,
1: that's definitely true. The, uh, it makes me think of the Development. Because um, <laughs> uh, in the very first episode, Buster's looking at a map, and he's like, the
0: blue part is land. Uh, <laughs> he must have been looking at this map. <laughs> well, they go off to France. Wacko says, hey, we've just followed our nose, Wacko's nose. Mm-hmm. And he says, there's a pointy thingy. A destination point, Yakko says, it's a sign, the sign we've all been waiting for. We're in luck. And Dot says, no, we're in France. So they go to Mm. a little town (laughs) called Quiche Lorraine is the name of this town. And say, ooh, maybe they have a karaoke night. They go to a guy who lives in the town of Quiche Lorraine. Is this the town of Quiche Lorraine or is this the province of Quiche Lorraine? I think it's the province... Of yeah, Quiche Lorraine. It's it's very confusing because you see Quiche Lorraine on a sign, mm-hmm. and they even refer to it, ooh, it's a menu, there's lunch. So Eddie, the, the jokes with the place that they're actually in are a little weird. Anyway, yeah. a guy comes up to him and says, ooh, bonjour. And they say, oh, you know, the, you know, is that the soup of the day? I'll take three bowls of the bonjour. Uh, and he said, oh, yeah, we'll take the sandwich. You hold the mayo. They give him some mayo to hold. And wouldn't you know it, there's Mr. Director. He's still fat, and he's still bald, just like in Hearts of Twilight. Mr. Director, I'm not signing any autographs today, kiddies. I'm very important, very busy man. Run along and play. <laughs> That's a terrible Mr. Director impression. No, it was perfect. I think... Um, <laughs> Paul Rugg. <laughs> Paul Rugg. Watch out. You. I'm taking your job. Oh, I thought he was in the room. No, I... it's me. <laughs> Whoa. So anyway, I don't have time to play. They all start doing "Ring around the Rosie." Yes, we do, play, play, play. And of course, then he's doing that. No more hopping and the yelling already. What do you want?" They say, "We're here for Dr. Plotz." And he goes, "No, no, no, my Datenttenmanchoil, back to the studio. I won't go, not yet, not now." And people around him start laughing at how he's talking, because of course, the French think Mr. Director, aka Jerry Lewis. Is hilarious, and they think you know, Mister Director likes likes being there because he says these people recognize my comedy genius. I'm a hit here, a star, an idol. I won't leave. The Potsavusians are my audience. That's what they're called. They're the Potsavusians. This is the village of Potsavus. Putzavu. I don't know how to. Yeah, I I don't know. like that's why I'm glad you did this one. And the village, of, <laughs> the the village of. Putzivu in the province of Quiche Lorraine. That's Mm -hmm. where we are. So anyway, they eventually uh, do a magic trick to try to get him out of the town. They say, here he is. And they throw a blanket on top of him. Everybody watch carefully now. And flip, ta-da, he's disappeared. And they all clap and they all zip out. He's been hidden under Wacko's hat, mm-hmm. so they're trying to run all they, the way back. They try to run all the way back to to Burbank, from yeah. France, which, of course, that doesn't work. As soon as they get out of town, <laughs> Mr. Director jumps out and says, L- "Let me out of here. here, my friend Maud or whatever." Anyway, they he really, really, really doesn't want to go. Uh, he says, "I'm rooted to the spot, and that's final." And they say, "Whatever you say." They try watering them a little bit mm-hmm. and then he freaks out because they have these hedge clippers so that gets him to move once again they are, pick him up cow flops are those i don't know what. i think that's manure
1: oh cow flops like, yep you're right
0: because mm-hmm. it flops down yeah and what,
1: what, i forget what they're called cow patties or something Cow patties yeah yeah or
0: they flop down <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, so or on in, uh, in the streets uh, were horses. Remember what mm. they call them in Williamsburg, no, Colonial what? Williamsburg. They say, "Watch out for road apples." Gross, because that's what the horses leave. <laughs> Cowflops and <laughs> cow flops and road apples. Here we go. Moving on. <laughs> they grab them. They start running through the woods to try to get out. And uh, all the people speak like Mr. Director, uh, kind of. You know, they're they're saying. Roy it looks like he's saying that the cop is saying it doesn't it i don't even as they're running around as they run away right here yeah
1: it does look like
0: so i'm saying okay wait do the do the people say i i don't i honestly don't know if the people of this town speak like mr director or if whoever did the lettering um just connected the wrong bubble to the wrong person but whatever
1: It could be because they were they were there at one point. They ran away from that spot, so maybe
0: <laughs> possibly.
1: It's just that's how fast they're traveling. That the sound came from.
0: Yeah, it came. That's right. Sound travels uh, uh, slower. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, faster than you can say. I'd like these loafers in a size eight, please. They're back at the Warner Brothers studio where this whole mess began. So they throw them in there, and Mister Director says, "Oh." I'm so glad you're here, Mr. Director. Uh, Here are your tickets. You've got 10 minutes to go to the airport because the film festival, the film festival in Putsevu. And of course, the Warners are like, wait a second. That's just where we came from and what? They actually talk like Mr. Director. They go, where were we? You mean he, but he now. And then they fall down. (laughs) And thus ends the last segment on there so thus the epic adventure ends they faint on the floor and then there's a crossword not a crossword there's a maze at the very end where you can uh help us avoid dr scratch and sniff and the nurse not hello nurse they just call her the nurse <laughs> on our way back to the guard station once there, getting by ralph will be easy and they'll escape so yeah you're basically just trying to get the warners to escape the the studio mm-hmm. the nurse does look weird so maybe she it's looks hello, yeah it's nurse. not hello nurse it's just the Her eyes nurse. are way too big and it, it there, there is some artistic license going on right now and that it looks like it, it looks pretty sloppy yeah <laughs> it's not the best drawing no of any of these characters i don't think they put the best artist perhaps on the on the maze at the <laughs> end or maybe the may or the artist was just very tired i don't know yeah. well let's talk about that last segment right here uh what do you think about uh what is what was the thing called? It was called uh, Mr. Mr. Director. Director. I, pre- I presume Mr. Director. I presume. Mm-hmm. What did you think about anything?
1: Um, I mean, uh, I enjoyed it. I, I don't know if I would like it as a, a segment like on TV because I don't. It wouldn't be able to live up with to Hearts of Twilight. Like no matter
0: what. Yeah, you constantly be thinking about like, okay, this I've seen this done better. Yeah, but
1: I mean, then again, it it is it, it could be better than other. Segments I've seen of Animaniacs, so yeah. I, I mean, I,
0: I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. What, what do you think?
1: I think uh,
0: maybe give Paul Rugg a pass on this script, and then yeah, if you're not,
1: if Paul Rugg's not going to do it, then definitely don't do it. Obviously,
0: yeah, yeah, oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, and but it was it was okay. It was here's yeah. the, one of the things that bothered me was actually they misspelled, uh, Froin Laven on it, ah. and that just bugged me. And for the record, this is according to the official source, and I know it's spelled with an I, and I think in this they spell it F-R-E-U-N, as in Freund, like that. Hmm. This is according to Paul Ruggs' Freundlaven, which is his YouTube page. Freundlaven is spelled F-R-O-Y-N-L-A-V-E-N. So put that in your spelling B, everybody. <laughs> and... uh Challenge somebody to spell "Froinlaven" Lavin at the next spelling bee at your school. I like it. What a good good reaction from the kids. <laughs> uh anyway, so that, that kinda of bugged me that it's like it, it that spoke to this is not official. This yeah. doesn't feel like the show. They can't even spell "Froinlaven" Laven correctly. That's right.
1: Well they obviously did not consult with Paul Rogg. No. To not do at do all. This,
0: so it shows. Okay, well let's go ahead and get today's ep- let's go ahead and give today's comic book a water tower rating. So what do you think, Nathan, out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give this comic? Issue number seven. Uh, this is so hard. I think we get
1: I think I gave last week's like five. I think it was not last week's, but I think last comic. Yeah, I think it F, was higher. Yeah, we got it like really high. I'm trying to think how this one compares to that one. I'll say uh, like four and a half.
0: Four and a half. Well, that's yeah. still pretty high. It's
1: still really, I, I, I thought it was a very good comic. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, I thought the animation was overall well. And, not animation. Well, <laughs> unless the, you read it really fast. I read it so quickly. <laughs> I speed read it. Uh, and it was all animated. And blah, wow. blah. um I I'm just I just think back to those some of those early comics are just so bad. I know, and and technically we're still in the early. Comics. Yeah, we're still we're, not, we're, an we're an not even we're in the single digits. So maybe I wonder if I should go to four. It's you know it's in that area. So I think better than average. Better uh, than average so far. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm gonna say three and a half. I was gonna say three, uh, but I'll say three and a half. I think it jokes. I think. I really like the last ones because uh, Charles M. Howell and Gordon Bresick wrote those. Mm-hmm. And they were just, you could tell, like, this is how yeah. you write The one. Was Warners. that a, I can't even remember what what happened in the last one. So, if it, it was, <laughs> it, I know Egypt was in it and everything. So, yeah, yeah there was, that was Egypt good. and. Uh, was there a Pinky in the Brain or. No, I don't okay. think so.
1: Because, yeah, I can't remember a good Pinky in the Brain comic. Well, we're supposed to remember things that we talk about on the uh. show. It's recorded, so I can listen to it later, which I will not do. What?
0: What? Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say three and a half. It's it's still funny. I mean, I liked it, but it was nothing fantastic. I, I, I you know, again, I'm when I I'm judging these as if they were a script to the show, mm-hmm. and based off of that, eh. It was okay, and the, it was the drawings, not the animation. The drawings were a little inconsistent in my mm-hmm. mind. There's sometimes where they look a little squished in the panels, like at the especially in the first one where they bring in Doctor Plots, the Warners, and this short little psychiatrist all in the same long panel, mm-hmm. and it just looks like Doctor, uh, uh, not Doctor Plots, but. Mr. Mr. Blots, yeah, looks a little squishy. He's, yeah, he, he, he's the most inconsistent. Yeah, he's drawing jumping around. His coloring's weird too. I think. Yeah. So the, yeah, and that's the other thing. The, the comic and the, this is a mid '90s comic, so the color's not going to be outstanding. But still, mm-hmm. I, it I'd expect it to be better. I was getting Roger Rabbit comic books at around this time, and the Roger Rabbit comic books color those were fantastic. And I I don't know. I just expect that to be a little bit better. Hmm. 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 So three and a half for me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get to some contact information, Nathan. So where can people get in contact with you online? Um, I have a Twitter. You do? Yeah. Uh,
1: DjangoFT is me. And you're on Discord as well? I'm on Discord. Uh, Nathan Cast. That's right. Something like that. Something.
0: And yeah, something. You, you can actually talk to both me and Nathan over at Discord, which is Discord com That will give you the invite link where you can talk to us, talk about Animaniacs. You can also talk about tons of other pop culture things with all the other RetroZap creators. So head on over there, com today. All right. And as for the Animaniacast, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we are on Instagram. You can also send us an email, which is Animaniacast at RetroZap.com. Speaking of RetroZap.com, you should head over there today. Head over to RetroZap.com to check out some great articles and podcasts, videos, etc., etc. It's all over there, RetroZap.com. In fact, if you subscribe to the RetroZap feed on your favorite podcast player, you can get every RetroZap podcast delivered straight to your device, including this one. You should subscribe to us, by the way, on, oh. you know, your favorite podcast player yeah and give us is. a review reviews are awesome yeah as long as they're awesome oh yeah Positive. awesome reviews are awesome <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's just it five stars are awesome yeah and then write something like hey this is awesome
0: these guys are awesome i like awesome things and this is an
1: awesome thing and i'm awesome for listening to them too be awesome <laughs> like me <laughs>
0: The person who puts the word "awesome" the most wins. We'll give a decal. I bet. Yeah, yeah. whoever puts decal, whoever puts the word "awesome" we'll have a contest. Awesome, 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 awesome. We've gone on way too much. Okay, we can tell we're tired. Let's go ahead and close things up for Nathan and me, Joey and Kelly, who's not here today, but she'll well. be back soon. <laughs> this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>